welcome back to Magnify Him Together. This is Josh Hodge, and we're on episode number 24 of Remember Now, Thy Creator Podcasts. We've got something special for you coming up. We've got an interview with a student discussing a very complex and special animal. But before we get there, we want to talk about Psalm 139, verse 14. This is going to be referenced um, in in the interview a little later on. Let's read it. It says, I will praise thee, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are thy works, and that my soul knoweth right well. That is where we want to get to. My soul knoweth right well. In other words, we don't take for granted that we are fearfully and wonderfully made. I don't think there's anything more often taken for granted than Probably just the fact that we exist. Every day we wake up and, well, we get out of bed, we walk around, we exist. We live, we breathe. But God says, I want you to remember me in all things. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. Now, what does that mean, fearfully? It's not a Hebrew word used all that often. But it's it's talking about a reverence and respect. In other words, God didn't just throw creation together and see what happens. He did it with a very specific purpose. We are complex beings. We have moral capabilities. We can think and we can reason. And that's because God made us with a purpose. And we're also wonderfully made. That word means, you know, wonderful or separate. Something that's separate is wonderful. It's special. It's distinct, which is what the word means. It's the same word found in Exodus 9 verse 4 when it talks about how God would separate or sever between the cattle of Israel and the cattle of Egypt. There was a distinction. It's also the word difference in Exodus 11 verse 7, where it says, Ye may know that Yahweh doth put a difference between the Egyptians and Israel. And this might be the best one. Exodus 33 verse 16, there is this dialogue between God and Moses. And it says, Is it not in that thou goest with us? So shall we be separated, I and thy people, from all the people that are on the face of the earth. And the people of Israel were supposed to be distinct and separate from everybody else. And in Psalm 139 verse 14, we are fearfully and wonderfully made. The the human race is distinct from all rest of the creation. All of it's wonderful and fearfully made, but particularly mankind. And within mankind, we see that example from Exodus 33 verse 16. The believers, those that have been called, called out of darkness, must be separate separate from the world. So there's this, this distinction that's supposed to happen for those that are believers. And it 
it really fills out that verse and makes it more powerful. I am fearfully, I, I've been, been reverentially made with purpose and wonderfully made, distinct and separate. And our soul knoweth right well. In other words, don't take the fact that you can get out of bed and you can walk around and you can live and you can think for granted. You want to be at a stage where everything that you do is done with the recognition that God has given us life. And that's amazing. And if we do that, we are remembering our Creator. Welcome to the portion of the podcast where we have a student from Christadelphian Heritage College join us and share what they know about an animal, an animal which points to an intelligent designer. Today, we have Maddie Fish joining us. Maddie, how are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. Thank you. Now, what animal are you going to speak about? The woodpecker. The woodpecker. Okay. I think this has to be one of the most impressive animals, so I'm excited what you have to say about it. Maddie, you've said that this animal is fearfully and wonderfully made, is that correct? Yes, yes. 100%. 100%. Very good. Why, why is that? Can you share with us some of the things that make it amazing and wonderful? Well, its main source of food is the bugs that are found underneath the bark, mainly in dead trees. And that requires them constantly drilling into the bark to get that main source of food. And God created them in such a way that they have this protection from constantly drilling all day um, so that they don't actually ever gain any damage to their head. Wow, that's, that's impressive. So Maddie, what is it that protects this bird from doing all of the drilling. So they actually have this special bone inside their skull that acts as a kind of shock protection when they drill into the wood. And they also are said to have one of the thickest skulls out of any of the bird species. Um, and actually, apparently, brain surgeons will study the woodpecker because of their skull for brain traumas and patients that are going through that to figure out what makes it so special and how it's been made. Very interesting. I had uh, no idea that that was the case. So is there anything else that you want to share about the woodpecker? I heard there was something fascinating about their tongue. Yeah, so their tongues are actually really long, longer than any other bird. Um, and there's one specific species that's very special. Its tongue starts in the back of the throat, goes down the throat, and then goes up around the skull in the head, um, all under the skin, and then goes through and between the eyes, in through a nostril, and then out the mouth. So <laughs> it's quite the process of the tongue coming out of the mouth, but it's a neat feature that a lot of birds don't have. I don't think any other bird actually does have it. Yeah, that, that seems pretty unique to the woodpecker. That, that's quite the journey for the tongue. What about, do you know anything about the, the beak that is it able to sustain all of that beating against the, the tree? Yeah, it's actually very strong and it's stronger than any other bird. And you can see that God designed it that way because of the process they have to go through to get 
their food source from underneath the bark and they also build their nests by pecking through the wood with their beak so it has to be strong enough to yeah mm-hmm. totally I, I heard that um the beak itself will regenerate the cells will regenerate is that true yes yeah. very cool yes that is cool okay so maddie I, I want something else give me something else that's cool about the woodpecker they actually have really neat feet Their feet have been designed in such a way that it has two toes on the back and two toes on the front so that they can easily scale up and down a tree when they're looking for their food. And they also have a third leg, as scientists like to call it, and it's actually their tail because their tail, the feathers in their tail, are a lot stiffer than other birds. So it acts as a support while they're pecking through the wood and scaling up and down the tree. A third leg. Who knew? Amazing. Now there's something else I want to know, Maddie. Um, I understand that a woodpecker can peck and get these bugs out of the tree, but how do they know they're there in the first place? So they actually have very keen hearing. So how they figure out if there's bugs inside the tree is they'll go around and tap the trees. If the tree sounds hollow, then they know there's insects inside the tree hollowing it out. Whereas if it sounds solid, they know there's no bugs inside eating out the inside of the tree. Oh, that makes so much sense. Thank you for enlightening me. All right. So we've considered a lot of uh, unique features that surely only the woodpecker has. Can you tell us why this points to an intelligent designer and makes it very hard to believe in something like evolution? Well, I feel like the woodpecker, like many other species of animals, has so many details that God has implemented into their design so that they can function and survive in the wild by finding their food and um, scaling up and down trees like woodpeckers. And it's just like the small details too, like with the woodpecker, their tongue, when it goes down to grab the bug, actually secretes this glue-like substance that makes the bug stick to the tongue. And if evolutionists were correct, then when the bug came into the mouth, they would just swallow their tongue because the tongue is attached to the bug. But God has created it in such a way that there's this solvent that is produced inside the beak. So once the bug comes into the mouth, it's detached from the tongue and then they swallow the food. So it's just little things like that that make it very hard to believe that over millions and thousands of years, this bird has evolved instead of God being an intelligent designer and creating the small little details. Totally. Uh, I think I think you said that very well. I have a hard time believing there's any of these uh, missing links or transition animals to the woodpecker. I don't know of any uh, other animals with a tongue quite like the woodpecker or even close. Uh, very good. Well, thanks for uh, thanks for joining us. Maddie. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. And I think we can all say uh, that Looking at the woodpecker has helped us better remember now our creator. Godly love. Completely different from the definition and understanding of the world. What is godly love? How is it different than what the world may understand with love? What is the source of love? Join me and nine teenagers from Manitoulin Kids Camp as we discuss these questions and more 
next time on Remember Now Thy Creator Podcasts.